It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. is weird now that i'm doing this less frequently only two times this week uh it feels awkward jumping back in welcome to carcone carney welcome to friday night carcone carney sponsored tonight by our friends at siren records mchenry 3902 main street in mchenry i just saw on their socials they got a brand new shipment of all those pantera reissues on vinyl so they got the new order live album on vinyl i love buying records at siren records a great place to go visit check it out if you're looking for record needs component needs they have all kinds of great old gear cassettes whatever you need they're all about it siren records they're for music fans and lovers uh so before i bring the guest on i kind of want to explain what's been going on yeah it's a little weird for me jumping back on because for 14 months i did this nightly i turned car con carne into quarantine con carne doing it from home but i realized in my trying to book this every night in the present day people are returning back to their normal lives i was having people cancel and reschedule their interviews and i figured this is not an anomaly this is the reality people are out in more present in the world at night so i'm pulling back on quarantine con carne i'm going to keep doing this from home as needs dictate if i'm talking to large groups say or people from out of town or people who just can't make it in the car this will still be a part of what car con carne is now car con carne returns to the car officially for the first time in 14, 15 months, uh, end of this month, I'll be meeting the band, the artist, the band, Letdown, the exploding all over social media band, Letdown at Byron's Hot Dogs. Love Byron's. We're going to go to the uh, Lawrence Avenue location for that. That's coming up. Also, uh, my first Carcon Carne field trip in well over a year, I'll be driving downstate. I'll be driving to Springfield to go to the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library. How many podcasts can say that? The Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library, they've got an exhibit down there. It's called The State of Sound, A World of Music in Illinois. It's a celebration of artists from the state. And you know, the state is filled with amazing artists. We'll talk to some up and coming ones or about some up and coming ones in just a little bit. But that's coming up too. Also, I'll be making my first Carcon Carne uh, offsite or on-premise appearance at few the fine distillers in Evanston. That's kind of a must. So that's all on the way. On Carcon Carney, but tonight I want to talk about this project. The project in question is Humanity is the Genre. And joining me to talk about this and explain what exactly this all is, I have Freddie Bell from Electric Train. I have Ad Two from Haven Studios and Guitar Over Guns. I have Tom Joyce. He is the internship and career advisor at Columbia College Chicago. And I also have Emma Young, who is a fantastic artist, who is on this compilation, Humanity is the Genre. And just let's start there. There's there are so many angles and tentacles to what this project is. I, I guess out of the gate, what is humanity as the genre? And whoever wants to take that, run with it. <clears throat> well, humanity as a genre is a compilation album with a group of uh, very talented artists uh, came together for one cause and um, to uh, actually you know benefit uh, the call that cause being actually uh, Haven Studios on the south side of Chicago. The project came about because we were kind of, uh, Tom and I uh, were talking about all the racial and all the uh, political divide and all the civil unrest in the country last year. And we wanted to show that pretty much as Americans and we are stronger 
together than what we are divided. And the one way to unify us all is with music. So we came up with this project. There's only one genre, and that's humanity. And so here we are. So, all right, this is something that, what's the Columbia College angle, I guess? Is this? Well, the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, Freddie and I have known each other for quite a few years. We've worked together in regards to uh, interns with Electric Train Records. And we started talking, as Freddie mentioned, um, last year about putting together, at first it was going to be a Christmas compilation album. Then... Freddie sort of threw it out there and came up with the whole moniker of humanity as the genre. And so I brought it to the audio chair, uh, Ben Sutherland for Columbia College Chicago, and basically said, wouldn't this be great if we kept the students engaged? We had just wound up working on Playback Play Forward, the last charity album, which helped Music Cares. And um, we said, let's do something with uh, a local nonprofit, Haven Studios, Party Guitars Over Guns, and that's how the ball started getting rolling. So um, Columbia College audio um, students and alums and also music students from the Columbia department, we wanted to pair them together with the Haven students, which we felt was would make it really interesting because they were coming from all different backgrounds. And that's basically what how the project came together. All right, so th then we'll move to add two. What is Haven Studios and Guitars Over Guns? So um, Haven Studios is a music mentoring program on the south side of Chicago uh, where we turn the basement of a church into a studio. And um, it's a space where the students and the people of the community can come in. Um, at first, before COVID, it was running from like 10.30 to about 6 p.m. And uh, it's free of charge. They were just able to come in, record the music that they make, um, considering that it was in the basement of a church, um, they weren't really making gospel music. <laughs> so, um, but it was just whatever they wanted to make. And I think it was very important for us to have uh, spaces like that where they can just express themselves. And um, we've seen a lot of transformative things happen just from allowing people to have resources to uh, pursue their dreams. You see the confidence grows within people. You give people options instead of just like, you know, hanging out in the street doing whatever, like now they have something that they're passionate about, something that they can look, for, look forward to. So um, the program has been running for about five, six years now. And um, it's it's been the passion of my life, man. Like, I honestly, I've done music for a long time and that was cool. But this is like a far better fulfillment than anything else. I love that. And before we talk about the specific songs on this compilation, I just want to go back to what Freddie said. The past year was it was awful. It was it was awful for so many different reasons. But there was that divisiveness, that feeling that it was every person for his, her, their self. Uh, in that in that sense, or along those lines, uh, this this compilation makes so much sense. The spirit of what you're doing makes sense. It, it's all garbage. We're all humans. Here we are, and music is fantastic. I get it, that, that, Freddie. You made the best elevator pitch you could have for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank uh -huh. you. All right, so let's talk about the music. We have we have an honest to goodness musician here. We have Emma Young who's on the compilation. Uh, previously, we heard Emma on Playback Play Forward doing it. We got fun. Uh, the song you do on this compilation, it is your time. Uh, cool That's dance, it. cool dance groove, very pop smart sort of song. Tell me about that. Yeah, so uh, me and the producer that I was working with on this track, Greg Zola, uh, wanted to make another really fun, upbeat dance track. And him and I are both really inspired by uh, Bleachers and Fun and Jack Antonoff. So we were like, let's 
let's aim for that like 80s synth pop groove type of vibe Sold. um yeah so we got like these really spaced out drums and we got these old synths and then uh we just paired it with some really inspirational lyrics and um i was actually kind of drawing from that uh theme of uh the guitars over guns mentorship program and and humanity is the genre and then i focused the lyrics um of a story of these two people who feel very alone in the world until they find each other and believe in each other's dreams and it's all about how you just need one person to say yes you can and once you have that you can go as far as you want I swear to you, after doing this interview, I'm going to want to have positive messages on the show from now on. I just, <laughs> it feels good talking to you all on a Friday night. <laughs> I, so, so as not to bury the lead, people can stream this on all the services. Yes, all streaming stream platforms. Yes. How do they contribute to the charity? Is there a physical copy? Like what's, from a charitable angle, how can people support financially? Well, all streaming revenues. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what Haven Studio has in place. So you can probably go to their websites or, or Guitars Over Guns and donate just directly. But as far as this compilation, um, all streaming revenues, um, and that's the beauty about it. Like, you know, with artists like Em and Nat Young, all the streaming revenues go towards Haven Studios. So it's, it's a true charity album. I, I just get nervous about recommending streaming for an artist as a way to make money for anything. Please don't get me started. I, I'm not, <laughs> trust me. Don't, don't. That's another show. Trust me. Fair. Oh, my God. All right. Ed, too, let's let's turn to you because you have a track on here. I mean, this, to me, is, is a song about the importance of family. This is a, a message of love. This song that you contribute to the album or the compilation, it's March 31st. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us about that song. Um, so, of course, man, I was like uh, right during as the pandemic started, uh, I wrote this song on my birthday. And uh, I was March thirty first. Yeah, yeah, I'm an Aries. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what type of crazy traits come with Aries, uh, but I'm all of that. And uh, I just sat there one day and and was. I'm normally not the type of person who writes in the moment. And normally I wait till I get out of situations to write about what I'm going through, what I'm absorbing. And uh, but that day felt different. And I was in the room, you know, had my mic set up here, which is different. I'm normally in the studio. And uh, everything felt different about my process. Like life felt different. It started to kind of become real that this wasn't just like a, we're gonna be home in two weeks type of thing and, and everything's gonna go back to normal. It, it, it started to really hit that we're about to face something that we've never dealt with in our lifetime. And the thing that was echoing to me was uh, that idea of just what's important and the idea of presence and family and how you might take that for granted for a moment where you'd be like, man, I could just drive down the street and see them. And now you're like, I don't know if I want to see anybody because I don't want to endanger anybody. You know, right. and just these thoughts that come into play that that we were dealing with. But it was really just about the importance of the things that sometimes we normally take for granted and which is family, friends and, you know, the people around us and being able to see them, speak to them, feel them. Uh, and have them at our access, man. So, you know, that, that song was really about all those small moments and all the stuff that I knew I missed as the pandemic started to grow and grow. And then, you know, my family right now, like um, everybody stays in Kentucky. So it's just me and my little brother who's here. And it just got all the more realer that I was like, dang, 
I can't see my family right now. And this is a very real situation. So, you know, you grow and you appreciate things. And to cover it off with some good news, uh, we all were together on Mother's Day. So, you know, it was just like the best feeling. It was the best gift we could have gave my mom. So, you know, it was like the cap ending of everything. So, again, the, the compilation, if you're just joining us, it is Humanity is the Genre. You can stream it everywhere. This is a really well-paced and well-balanced compilation. And I'm not saying this because I have the four of you on right now. Uh, sonically, you cover a lot of different ground. There's no one style or two styles you locked into. Uh, Black Rock, I think, straddles a whole bunch of different styles. That, to me, is a slam dunk for a first track on this compilation, a song called Watch Them Go. I mean, this sounds like alt-rock. It's got a big chorus, great lyrical flow. Love the sound of that. Uh, also, for balance sake, there's a song in here that completely took me by surprise. Maybe April. <laughs> Same story, different scars. I mean, this is this feels like authentic Americana country music, dusty tavern in the middle of the night kind of music. What, yeah. what, what's the story there? I, I'm a fan, actually. Um, I went to one of their shows. I, I forgot the venue was up north somewhere, and I was just like, wow. Everyone, I was, they were looking at me like, this is not a rap show. But I said, no, I'm here for maybe April. I was like, no, I'm here for them. Um, so there's, and so I just, when I met the girls, they were just, they're sweet. They're just really down to earth artists. And um, I said, I called them up and said, I have a great project for a great cause. Can I get a track? And they were like, definitely, no problem. And we have the perfect track. So, and they sent it over. And, I was and it is. And it is the yeah. perfect track. And again, I think sequencing albums and compilations is kind of a lost art. I think it's well placed in the in the sequence of the of the compilation. Like the, there's a mindfulness yeah. to this track listing. Oh yeah, definitely. The balance. Yes, yes. Uh, I think we probably talked. About, if we didn't, I, I made a mistake in not doing this. I think we probably talked about Margot Leota, uh, and when we talked about playback, play forward. What a voice! <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's the kind of voice that stops you in your tracks. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. So on Playback, Play Forward, she did uh, By the Light of the Silvery Moon. On this compilation, it's a song called Dinosaurs. Uh, that, that to me, man, that's a standout right there. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just going to say, you know, one of the unique things about this album, too, is it's not entirely Chicago based because maybe April, they're out in Nashville. Emma Young's over on the East Coast. Margot's on the East Coast. And, um, you know, we have Yin Wasters originally from uh, the Michigan area, but are here at Columbia. And um, going back to BlackRock, I had seen them about three years ago at a Columbia event. And then I booked them for an event, too, at Columbia. And I was just amazed at, at their sound and um, their whole image and everything. And so when we were putting together this album, um, they were one of the first bands that I brought to Freddie's attention as this would be a really great sort of lead off track. And the other thing I was going to mention, too, is um, shout out to James Smead, who um, was the uh, basically helped put everything together. Um, he was a former Columbia student, also was um, on the Playback Play Forward project. And also thanks to Matt Mercado of Sonic Palace yeah. Studios. Actually, yep. Matt wound up doing this pro bono, and he's an alum, good friend of ours, and he put together a workshop, too. So all the students who worked on the album, whether they were a producer or they were an artist, they got to see the magic happen as he mastered the album. It was like a four-hour workshop. So 
we were really excited to have the support of not only the Columbia community, but also a lot of uh, people from outside of Columbia, Who's the Boss, um, which handles uh, music licensing and publishing here in the city. Uh, they wound up doing a uh, workshop for our students about music licensing and publishing. So there was that educational component too. We wanted to make sure that the students had that end too. Uh, Matt Mercado, formerly of Mind Bomb, yes, Chicago band. Oh, and, and way back in the day, James, I always tell this to students: is when we were students, one of my internships was at Mercury Records, and one of the bands I had to actually promote was Mind Bomb. Full circle. Yes. So, we're at a different spot in the universe right now than we were when I talked about playback, play forward several months ago. We're in a situation where the world is opening up. Shows are getting booked. Shows are getting booked, it seems, by the minute now. Uh, is there an opportunity or a plan to do a showcase around the compilation? Uh, yeah, Tom, do you want to take that one? I'll, I'll have to throw you under the bus. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> well, we're working with, um, we've got a couple of things in, in the work right now. And, and one in particular, we're, we're looking to put together Humanity as the Genre Festival. On this, um, in, in the Bronzeville area um, right. at um, Haven Studios. And, and I wanted to add to, add to, uh, no pun intended there. There you go. Um, you know, one of the things that resonated with me back in the day, about two and a half years ago, when I first visited Haven Studios and met Ad and the group of kids at um, Haven Studios was they have this really nice space in the basement of a church, which used to be a synagogue. You know, there's so much history in Bronzeville. And um, we started that relationship right away. I had Ad come in and speak to our students at Columbia, to the audio and music students. And then with this compilation, it just seemed to be a, a natural segue in, in, in terms of working with a nonprofit that um, had a music component to it. So uh, to answer your question, yes. So we're, we're, we want to do the Humanity as a Genre Music Fest. And uh, Freddie and I are trying to put together some other things too. We're, logistically, it's going to be a little tough, but we're going to have um, all of the artists who want to be involved um, engaged. Right. Give, give me advance notice on that one. I want to I be there. Definitely. For real. First, no. I, I would love to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Gin Waster, Gin Waster, Tom. Uh, that's just cool indie folk. I mean, a, absolutely. Nice acoustic intro, that's just like dyed in the wool indie folk. That's a great example of that kind of music. Well, you know, Griffin, the, the lead singer, guitarist in the band, and they're a two piece. So um, it's uh, Griffin Mang, who's the guitarist singer, and Gabe Huff, who's the drummer. And when I first heard them, I was trying to place, I said, you know, there's a little bit of. A lot of different stuff thrown in there. And we started talking about bands. And I said, were you ever into the band Sparkle Horse? And he was like, oh, my God, yes. And I was like, what? You know, I mean, this is uh, you know, unbelievable. So he said, I like to think of our uh, work. You know, I, the, the moniker is Gas Station Folk. I love it. Sparkle Horse. You don't yes. expect people to respond to that. You never expect people to respond to that. Exactly. So that immediately... Um, started a, a real close bond between Griffin and I. And, I, and um, you know, when, when we were putting together this album, I reached out to them. And I have to say with all the artists on this album too, is they've been very open to, um, you know, helping out and, and try, you know, posting things on their social media. And, and that's so helpful because with a project like this, and again, thank you, James, for 
putting the spotlight on it because when you look at projects like this, um, it really is grassroots and it's hard because you know, it's on a label and we have the distribution through Sony Orchard, but there's only so much that a label can do and that, you know, resource wise. Um, so, so any kind of assistance is, is always needed and um, appreciated. Oh, it's really my pleasure. <laughs> one, one final sparkle horse thought. I'm still mad at Q101 for dropping Someday I'll Treat You Good back in the 90s. When they dropped the record, I thought it was a catastrophic moment. Still angry. 25 years later or whatever it is. I would, I'll tell you this. I would love to hear that unreleased album that he finished before his untimely death. Yeah. In incredible talent. But let's go back to the talent here. Uh, another wonderful female voice on this, Janet Blackwell. Uh, a song called Compromise. It's just this, Emma agrees, this dreamy, <laughs> dreamy, know, and, <laughs> dreamy and dramatic song kind of tucked in the back of the compilation. She what is, is she from here? Is she from Parts Unknown? She's from Columbia, and um, Emma, I know you're connected with her too, and I think it would be interesting because I know I see you comment quite a bit on her social media. Um, when you first heard the song, what sort of feelings did you get? I mean, this song is classic Janet. Uh, she is like a poet first, and then she's an actress, and then she's a songwriter. So she's always like finding unique ways to bring words to life. So I heard this and I just like melted into the lyrics, like on everything that she does. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy that she got to be on this album as well. And another song I want to mention while we're still talking about the individual songs, Weakness by Ariel. It's one of the first songs on the compilation. Uh, this is one of the most soulful songs on the album, hands down. Yeah. You, you want to test that? Uh no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm, you know what I'm saying? I wish I, I wish I was better equipped to speak to it, but I mean, um, yeah, like I said, if anybody else would like to, just I'm not as So again, the compilation is humanity is the genre. If you've been listening or watching, I hope you have the sense it, it's a really broad and compelling collection of songs. I mean, the artists, they all fit together, but they're very different uh, in their own ways. And that's what makes it so cool. I mean, this is the sequencing is key on this. I love the way it's arranged. Before I let you all go, I definitely want to talk about you, Freddie. Electric Train, you won, I don't have notes in front of me. What was it, a, a fellowship or a, a grant for, for what you're doing? Well, yeah, um, I guess with, um, I guess, the wokeness of America. And the acknowledgement of you know the lack of resources that have been allocated to African Americans in the past. Um, A two I M is an independent association for um, association for independent music, and they decided to do this fellowship where they would open up their doors and um, give us re give uh, resources to black owned record labels. And the competition, or I guess the application process, it was over seven hundred applicants, and they selected thirty one, and I'm one of the thirty one. And so instead of me and um, having to deal with my, or go through my distribution for answers about Spotify. They set up meetings directly with Spotify and with Apple. And so, and, and yeah, and, and things like that. And partners, partners, us, partners us with mentors and things like that. So it's been really a, a great experience and, I, and I, I'm really blessed and honored to be part of it. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. That's super cool. Okay. A festival in theory could be coming down the pike. That's yeah. cool. Uh, short term, 
it's the weekend. It's Friday night at 9 p.m. as we're as we're recording this. Great time to start listening to some new to some new music. I will point you in the direction of this compilation right here. Humanity is the genre. Tom Joyce, add to Emma Young, Freddie. Thank you all for doing this tonight. I, I'm going to ask that you stay right there. I'm going to end the broadcast, but don't go anywhere. Uh, thank you for watching and or listening. It's Carco and Carne. <laughs>